Welcome to Gratitude, the grad school guide for student physical therapists. I'm Sarah. And I'm Gabby. And we are two first-year physical therapy students sharing our grad school experiences to help PT students around the world. Embark on this journey with us as we navigate through the insanity of physical therapy school together. Looking for a gift for a friend, classmate, professor, co-host of a podcast, or really anyone? Physiomemes got your back with apparel, drinkware, and home decor. And if you go to physiomemes.com, you can get a 20% off coupon with the code gratitude, spelled G-R-A-D-I-T-U-D-E-2020. And don't forget to check out his social media for a good study break laugh. As always, make life humorous. Welcome to another weekly episode of Gratitude, everyone. And Sarah and I are coming to you. We are just going to be talking about our weeks. And the uh, topic for this week is the beginnings of your journey to PT school and specifically with first week of classes and orientation. So we're going to go more into that. But first, we just want to update you guys on what we've been up to. So Sarah, I know you just got back from uh, two weeks of relaxation and adventures and everything. Yeah, lots of travel. So just to sum up the last six weeks, um, I haven't been home. Home as in, you know, Slippery Rock, Pennsylvania. Um, I haven't been here in the last six weeks. I left, I went down with you for two weeks, lived with Gabby for two weeks during my two week, my first uh, clinical rotation in High Point, North Carolina. And then I went to the coast for a vacation in the Outer Banks. For a week. Then I flew over to meet my family at Glacier National Park in Montana um, for a week there and flew back to North Carolina, stayed with Gabby for a few days, drove to Pittsburgh, stayed in Pittsburgh for a few days, and here I am. I got here this morning at uh, 7 a.m. It's been a day. It's been a good six weeks. Now I'm ready to start class on Monday. Yeah, exactly. But that's so great that you did get six about six weeks well, including clinic, but just time where you're not in the classroom and you're able to gain that exposure, have time off, which is awesome. And I'm so glad you got to, got to be here and we had a lot of fun too in High Point. So that was well worth it. Oh yeah. And actually I did my math wrong. Sorry. Five weeks. Cause July 22nd. So it's like oh, five, weeks, okay. five weeks. Yeah. Because the clinical was two weeks and then three weeks off and after this, we don't get three weeks off again. We get, I think, two weeks for Christmas, and uh, that's about it. And that's about it. Yeah, the, the breaks in PT school are not many, but you do get breaks between semesters, whether that be a week or up to a month um, or a whole summer. Uh, we've heard different programs have different breaks, but yeah, it's been, it's been great. Uh, speaking of breaks, I am looking forward to having mine, which is, let's see, let me... Uh, have the official uh, count. So one, two, it's three, on Wednesday, five, right? Six. Yeah. So technically I have six days left until I'm completely done. Um, my last day of pro bono clinic is Thursday and I have, let's see, what do I have left? I have a um, pediatrics final, pediatrics practical, interventions final, community outreach, which is connected with pro bono clinic final and a neuroscience final. And then a final summary for pro bono clinic where we turn in one and our CI turns in one. 
And uh, yeah, so still a few things left, but getting a lot of the group project stuff done. Today was the last day of group presentations for the yeah. semester. And I know I've been talking about that because it's been overwhelming and a lot. So, you know, it's, it's definitely been, definitely been a, a good summer. And, you know, in school, it was just kind of a roller coaster and everybody's just done. Um, <laughs> but still a little bit to go. So uh, just, you know, pumping myself up to know that it's almost over. I get a little over a week off and then I'm back in class. I have a split semester and I start off in class with adult neuro rehab, which is four days a week for four hours. And then a interprofessional class, which I'm actually excited for because it's with the PA students and the pharmacy students in, in our graduate school. And, and then pro bono clinic again, as well as uh, community outreach as again. So pretty much continuing those classes and it shouldn't be as bad, which is great. And then I go into acute care in the hospital and then I have um, a dry needling selective and a sports selective. So I'm excited for all those things. Yeah, you have a lot this semester. I mean, and your split semesters are so intense. They're only seven weeks long and it's still, you know, it's the same amount of information that I get in a 15 week semester, but you get it in seven. So mm -hmm. it's a little intense. It is, yes. But hopefully this this will be my second seven-week one, and it shouldn't be too bad because it will only be, you know, really one main class, which is adult neuro rehab, and that's more of the lecture and lab component. But yeah, just excited to have, <laughs> to have a little bit of a break. But um, we wanted to kind of reflect and tell you guys more about orientation and your first day of PT school getting into the first week. So Sarah, what was your experience with orientation? Yeah, I think every school's orientation can be a little bit different, maybe weird looking from the outside in, you know, if people were walking by the street and looked at us while we were in the open field, the first thing we did, we all lined up in a row. We were like in this open field. Um, and we all lined up in a row outside and the person, I don't even remember who it was, an advisor or somebody was in the field and they yelled, all right, now everybody scream and yell and run as far as you can until you run out of air and stop. <laughs> hey, what? <laughs> yes. <laughs> that was my first interaction with my classmates. Um, <laughs> and they do this every year. And I, I think it's really just to push yourself out of your comfort zone. I know schools do tons of weird things. Like it, it's going to be uncomfortable initially, but looking back, it was, it was a lot of fun. And we did some, I think a lot of schools do ropes courses. I know you mentioned you guys had a ropes course, but you didn't do it for orientation. Did you? No, we didn't. We actually did it for one of our, it was this year in our second year for professionalism. And it was more of a team building, a graded activity. And, and yeah, so I just had that about a month ago, but no, we didn't do it during orientation. Yeah. So the orientation packet we received last year said that we would be doing a ropes course and we had to sign all these waivers and be like, it's your responsibility. If you fall off the ropes, like out of a tree, <laughs> but we didn't end up doing it because it rained. Um, so it was extremely muddy and 
slippery rock. I mean, it rains all the time. Like it is raining all the time here. So I don't know. I think this is the first year, actually, I just got a text from my roommate today that they did the ropes course and I was shocked. I was like, what? So I hope that was a good experience. I didn't get to do that, but we did other team building things um, that seemed kind of trivial and like meaningless in the moment, but it just helps you see your classmates' personalities come through on day one when they're maybe not super comfortable um, and see who you kind of click with and connect with. Yeah, for sure. And it's that team building activity. And I'm glad you guys do it during the beginning of the semester. And although it is a little awkward because you don't know each other well, and that takes time to get accustomed with all of your classmates and kind of figure out, you know, where you all are coming from and different personalities coming together. But in the end, you're here for a common goal and you're, you're going to, you know, have to lean on each other through a lot. And so that's why orientation is important to, you know, get that initial start of knowing everybody and knowing your faculty too, because that's, that's, a, that's an important thing. Um, just, you know, learning more about them and, getting the whole, the whole lowdown on the program. And honestly, Sarah, I don't know if they did this for you guys, but my program, there was a point where it was kind of a serious talk and said, you guys are here for a reason, but I'm just going to let you know, it's, it's going to be tough. It's going to challenge you in ways you've never been. And there are people who don't make it. And so we just had kind of a serious conversation for a minute about that. And how you know you really have to work hard this is not um a, doc a doctoral degree and being in uh pt school is not like undergrad so did you guys get a serious talk like that not quite to that degree and i think i mean obviously this was a year ago so i don't remember exactly everything that happened but i mean we had a talk basically saying like getting your doctorate is not a walk in the park but they truly didn't go into like, oh, there's a chance you won't make it. Like that was never really brought up, which I think it should be. You shouldn't dwell on it. But I think that people should know that is a possibility and that you're going to have to work hard over the next three years, especially the first year while you're adjusting. Like that was the toughest. First year was absolute toughest for me because it's a lot of like foundational stuff and I'm not the best with memorization, and that's what a lot of it was at first in order for you to be able to clinically apply it in the second year. Yeah, no, I completely agree with that. And yeah, overall, your orientation should be enjoyable. It shouldn't be something where it scares the crap out of you and you don't want to start. Orientations are meant to get to know you more and be able to, you know, know this is the place that you're going to be for the next three years. and spend a lot of time with your classmates in and out of the classroom but yeah what do you do, Gabby because your program I mean that was this you guys are the second class to go through so how was your orientation yeah so my orientation what I remember was the first day was more of like I said getting to know each other and for me unfortunately I was sick the whole orientation I didn't have a voice so I was trying to say hi to everybody, but I really didn't talk that much just because I, I couldn't talk. And uh, so we, 
you know, we did some activities. So we uh, met our advisor and within our little group, we were able to do um, little activities. And, and then we went into the, you know, the resources on campus, how to set up exam soft, you know, all that. And then on the last day, I think we were supposed to do something outside, but it was raining. So I guess that's a common thing in Slippery Rock and High Point, but we ended up going to a community center and we were playing some games with uh, each other and the faculty members. And so that was really fun too. I remember playing Foursquare and I haven't played Foursquare in, for a year now, but that was really fun. And some of our faculty are very competitive. So it was fun to like kind of see another side of them and like they're people too. They brought their families and you know, it was great to, Get to know them on that level so when it did come to starting school then you were able to just know they're regular people too and they're not they're not uh scary yeah exactly and i think that's so cool that your professors played foursquare with you guys because that's really fun yeah it was a good time and i do remember that and going into it like the first day I was telling people I totally blacked out the first day. I, I don't remember anything of what happened. Uh, and I, I remember looking back at the PowerPoints from the first lectures and I'm like, I don't remember talking about any of this. So, uh, but the first, I do remember some of the first week and it was mostly just a lot of nerves and getting adjusted. But Sarah, how was that for you? Do you remember the very first day? <laughs> Yeah, the very first day, I think, was, let's see, we had anatomy, we had neuro, we had um, pathology, PT assessments. I guess that's kind of the first week. I don't remember exactly what classes were the first day, but I do remember the moment when we were all in PT assessments. And, you know, I don't mean to make a big deal out of this because it's not, but it's just so funny to see other people's reactions to first day of PT assessments. You know, you're supposed to, like, the girls should have a sports bra on under their t-shirts and, like, have shorts. That's not going to be a flashing people when you're doing different movements. And they're like, all right, let's start palpating the scapula. Everyone take off your shirts and find a partner. And <laughs> it's just funny to see people's reactions to that. I think that was my favorite part to just look around and see who was, like, really uncomfortable but then you see them all develop as the semester goes on and as the weeks go on oh yeah those classes where you have that initial pt assessments and getting into the basic clinical skills of class yeah everybody's gonna have to you know be able to palpate each other on skin and you'll get that more in msk as well and it's something that you know just be prepared always bring a sports bra because you never know what you're gonna be doing i just at this point i just keep an extra shirt and sports bra in my car because some days we can dress down, some days we can't. So it's just, it's definitely, it varies. But yeah, I mean, I think the biggest thing was for me was cadaver lab and just being adjusted to that the first day. That I do remember because I remember going in, one of my uh, classmates took an advanced cadaver lab in undergrad. So she was familiar with cutting and we kind of let her do all the work for the first two weeks, I would say. And, you know, I remember the first time where I, I realized, you know, how to use the scalpel correctly and cutting. But I would say for me, that was the, the most memorable thing I remember from the first week. Yeah. And I think it is important for people to be 
mentally prepared going into Cadaver Lab, if your program has it, which most do, I think that's incredible. Like it's, it's a great opportunity. These people donated their bodies to science so that we could learn from them. And I had a basic cadaver lab in undergrad, but it was not dissection, it was prosection. So we just looked at what like other students had already dissected. It is not the same. <laughs> Let me tell you, when you are in a room with your classmates, like in cadaver lab, nothing's open yet. And then the professor is like, okay, and just whips it open, unzips it in full throttle. Like day one, we like, I don't even remember what about, oh, superficial back. And um, I think it can be a shock for a lot of students. And I think just keeping in mind that this is going to be a great learning opportunity. And you only get to do this once, unless you're going to be a professor. And I don't know, <laughs> maybe in your future, but most people only get to do that once. So enjoy it to the best of your ability while you can. Yeah, I agree. And it was one of the coolest experiences ever and especially you know being able to look at you know the brain and the spinal cord and different organs i think that was one of the coolest parts for me and really eye opening to think oh my gosh you know yes this is a real person but these are real organs and you can see you know if you use complete anatomy not every cadaver is different there might be things shifted but for the most part it's pretty I would say relatively accurate in regards to where the different organs are and the muscles. But yeah, we started with the superficial back and, uh, and that was cool to kind of see depending on your, um, cadaver, like the different muscles and, you know, our guy, I think he, he had pretty prominent muscles, but I know some, some of my classmates had cadavers that were how do I say this? They had a lot of adipose on them. And so they didn't get to really dive deep and clean it as well. So it just depends. Yeah, it's really a luck of the draw. And don't like for the people who are just starting cadaver lab and you can't get fixated on, oh, I got unlucky. My cadaver has tons of adipose tissue. We're never going to get through this. Da, 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 da. Like, your cadaver is unique and you will have the opportunity to look at other cadavers and other people can look at yours. And it's a good learning opportunity because your patients are going to be all different and you really can't, I don't know if we'll keep this in the episode, but you can't judge a cadaver by their cover. Okay. You gotta dive deeper and see what's underneath and see what is unique to this person that I can learn from. Yeah, that's so true. And you learn a lot from your cadaver. I mean, you honestly, it may seem weird, but you connect with, <laughs> with your cadaver and your whole group kind of has, I mean, we come up with a name. I know my group did just because it fit what we were looking at and what we thought his personality may be. Now that, that may be weird, but since we were dissecting two days a week, we went in for extra lab time and we were in the lab for many hours during that semester, you just, you kind of get attached to your, to your uh, cadaver. And then once you have, I would hope that a lot of programs have a donor ceremony or a celebration of life where any families can come or just people in the community where you can give a celebration for these people who have donated their bodies to science in order for you to learn. So I would say that was also one of the coolest parts too. And I really enjoyed our donor ceremony. 
Yeah, and I think that's so cool. And I think it's fairly unique. I've not heard many programs that do a donor ceremony, but it's a really good idea. And you guys, let us know. Does your program have something similar to that? Um, Because I think it's really sweet. Yeah, no, it is really cool. But we are going to continue this throughout our weekly episodes. And as you guys are going through, we know a lot of programs just started school orientation So we're going to be doing these kind of in chronological order as school is going on and bring in our perspectives and just what we've been, we're still going to continue with what we've been up to. And next week we'll, Sarah will be getting into her first week of class and I'll be on break, but we will actually be together. Oh wait. Not next week. (laughs) Not next week. Sorry. The week after. So next week, I keep getting ahead of myself. I am I, I obviously I just want the first week of September to come, but the <laughs> next Sunday will be September first. I'm obviously looking at my calendar. Yes, September first. So I will be on. That will be my few days of break, and uh, we'll keep you updated on what we've been up to. But that is all that we have for this week. Sarah, did you have anything? No, I think that's it. I just think um, for those of you going through your orientation, like I know some of it, it can feel like a long day. I don't know how long yours was, Gabby, but ours was a full day. It was like eight to four or something. Yeah, it was pretty long. It can feel like a really long day, but really this is the first impressions that you're going to have, which not to say that you should judge everybody right away, but it does give you a little insight. Like you're never going to have these first impressions again, and you can look back on them. Just make the most of your day. It may feel long, but focus on the positive parts of it and what you're getting out of it. And, um, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's so true. And let us know if you guys have any questions in regards to orientation or first week of class, we would love to answer them and we will see you all here next week. See you next week. Thanks for listening to Gratitude, the grad school guide for student physical therapists. If you like our show and want to know more, check out our Instagram and Facebook page linked in the description.